All right, we're back. Barstool Buddhist. I'm Jai. Rip. We've been gone for a couple of weeks, and when you tune in and look at this, you'll say, where are these guys going, did you? <laughs> Is this an LBG2Q bar? What do we got going here? No, it's just the blue screen thing or green screen thing we're not going to use anymore. There's not enough physical space, depth, percept, all the good physical bullshit you have to have to make it work. So we're going to look ugly in a natural surrounding without the green screen. We'll have to call Steve Spielberg when he's got a moment to come Mm, fix that. But uh, we'll change it again next week. We're going to put a black screen back there. You can see at the corner, one of them. Anyway, so it should look a little better. So... Like I said, we didn't make one last week, and uh, the last one was for the fourth, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we didn't get any death threats after that one, so we decided we could go ahead and do another one. <laughs> so, okay. So We're still up and running. Yeah. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, notify us of anything, and you know, and uh, give us some comments. Do do whatever you do. We're on all the platforms. and uh, We get some good comments now. We do get comments, uh, and some of them we can actually repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to start right now. we got a lot of stuff today. Um, so I went on a trip this week. Worked yeah, where did you time. go to? I went to Long Island, <laughs> and Long Island was interesting. Lovely. But, yeah, well, it was. I like Long Island. The people out there, when you deal with them one-on-one, they're really great people, helpful, mm-hmm. you know, just like anywhere else. But yeah, Westbury? It was out, that was where I was staying, but I was working out towards Hicksville and yeah. all that. I never yeah. understood how you got a Hicksville in New, New York, but you mm-hmm. got one. Nice place. Yeah. And there's a lot of people there, and uh, I enjoy working with them. Uh, but what was nice was they had some of the restrictions lifted mm-hmm. for the COVID, and the people were out in restaurants. And it wasn't your normal New York dining experience, which is great food, by the way. Um, but they're usually running at about a half speed more Somebody's than tense. me. Tense, anxious, Always. the service, mm-hmm. what do you want? You know, there's people waiting at the door, you know? Yeah, so what was it like this time? It was great. Everybody was really nice, um, laid back. People were just like, you could just see it in their face. We got to come out again. We're on furlough from the prison. <laughs> it's kind of like it was here when we they lightened up things here. Oh, yeah. But it was great. But we're going to talk about the prison plane. Oh, your plane plot. Uh, yeah, the plane. Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. So the mask <laughs> thing is just getting out of control. It's just, just you know, on and on and on and on and on. By the time you get there, you've heard it 70 times. One of the pilots actually said, well, yeah, you know about the mask thing. You've heard it a thousand times. Please comply. That was the pilot. <laughs> He's sober. He's tired of it. And then one, one of my flights, what was interesting is, is that one of the flight attendants says, well, this is a federal mandate. But as well, they've told us if you don't comply, we're going to lose our job. Oh, my God. Seriously. You know, pitting person against person is way different. Uh, turning people on each other. Yeah. Uh, it's just like some of the stuff they're trying to do with the big tech stuff. They turn, oh, yeah. turn us against each other. Other. Oh, they're wanting people to report on their family members if they think they may be extremists of some sort. You know, God knows what they're extreme about. Yeah, could be WWE or something, but they're uh, extremists. The Red Garden, China, the Hitler Youth—they did the same thing. Yeah. Hey, you get a cookie yeah. if you get your, if you get your sister hiked off by the Gestapo, you give you a cookie, and we'll give you another another yeah. medal on your shirt. Oh, yeah. It's not quite that bad yet, and that's I don't how wanna... it creeps though. It creeps in. I don't want to equate anybody with any of those groups. I'm just saying those are the techniques, and they use them because they work. Correct. So, But I was thinking about this. Somebody must be really enjoying all of this in the air because 
they're all doing it and they're all complying. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God. So I'm not thinking there's really got to be some masochism going on here. Somebody's enjoying this stuff. BDSM Airlines. Oh yeah. And some of this sadomasochists, you know, <laughs> some are enjoying making you enjoy all the pain. So it's just, it's, it's the new mile high club. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Don't destroy the bathroom. So just sit in your seat and enjoy it vicariously. Right. And yeah. It's just weird, weird shit going on. But you know, it's, it's just like the, we used to think when we were young, we're going to put it to the man. Well, the man is in charge. Oh, yeah. And the man is embodied mm -hmm. by the flight attendants. Not yeah. all of them. They're good people. And I know they're under huge pressure oh, yeah. to do this. But it's amazing. And it is a measure of, of how serious the situation mm -hmm. is that, um, that that these folks in their job are expected to be policemen, basically, yeah. now. So mm. that's it's. Interesting, and they're defunding the police on the grounds. <laughs> they're you, putting them in the air. But you, you got them Every flight attendant is an air marshal. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think they even get on the plane anymore. Mm -hmm. So speaking of oppression and and liberation and whatever not goes on, I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, the Dems are missing the mark again. Uh, if you'll recall back when Mr. Obama was in office, they had the Arab Spring, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, Iran started to have some kind of internal revolt. Mm -hmm. The and, Green Revolution, do you know yeah, what they called it? I don't know what they called yeah. it over there, but uh, they we refused to help, mm -hmm. and it collapsed, and yeah. a lot of people died. Yep. Well, what we're seeing in Cuba now is kind of a replay. Um the people are tired of the communist regime, and they're they're rising up. They're protesting in the street with American flags, screaming they want democracy. And our people in Congress, some of them, are backing the communist regime. Yeah. The BLM people are, have written a support letter about the communist regime. This is just insane. This is crazy. We used to lead the world in democracy. Mm -hmm. We used to support it everywhere. And now our own people are just... Dragging it through the gutter. People around the world are trying to get here and live here because of the democracy. People are having revolts to try to throw off the shackles of their oppressors, yep. looking for our help. And the people that we call leaders, some of them, mm -hmm. are absolutely just sticking it to people. Now, these people that want socialism have never lived under socialism. Yeah. I met a guy the other day. He was a truck driver. One of the hardest working guys I've run into recently, he came here 25 years ago from Venezuela, still has family and friends down there. He said, if this country doesn't wake up and get people back to work and get people stop thinking that the government will take care of all your problems, they have no clue. He said, we're going to be in really big trouble. And he was absolutely spot on in what he was saying. Oh, absolutely. The people in, in Venezuela, from what I heard. Were eating dog food and yeah. eating their dog. Yeah. It was so bad. They, yeah. they and twenty thirty years ago, that was it was. Oh my uh, gosh! It was a highly controlled country, but they had a lot. They were rich. Well, all, all oh they gosh, were rich, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and they just went socialist, mm -hmm. and it killed them. Yeah. And so I don't know if they'll ever come back. They'll probably have some Chinese support trying to come back, and that's mm -hmm. not going to be good. But you China know, China has most of their oil rights now. If you look what happens to a country in a course of years, how it changes from one to the other. Remember back they had the Great Depression. Our parents talked about mm -hmm. it, and they they always told you, you got to have these values. you got to be self-reliant. You've got to work. You've got to have an ethic. You've got to treat other people. you got to get out there and help build something for yourself in the community. Yeah. And that was the Great Depression. There were too many workers. They had signs that say, unemployed men keep working. Mm -hmm. Go away. We have no food. We have no work. Right. There were no jobs. And then the government stepped in 
and they created the WPA and the CCC yeah. that built most of our national parks, natural and, parks, and a lot of the bridges and right. stuff. Yeah. And they gave people back their dignity, their self-respect, self-reliance, and they made a living. And it helped yeah. build this country back up from that depression. Yeah. Now we're in the midst of the great oppression. oppression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the There's great too many oppression. jobs, no workers to fill those jobs because they're home worried about COVID or whatever. The government is now paying people not to, to work, work. Uh, not to work. That's, it's destroying. It's creeping. It keeps creeping. It's destroying the way we've done things here. Now, there are some things in this country that aren't right and they need improvement. But if you kick out. You know, it's like watching somebody get hung. They kick the chair out from under and they dangle till they die. And now you're seeing a slow motion version mm. of this if this continues. Yes. And so we don't want to sound like doomsayers, but all you have to do is travel around to different places and see what's happening. Um, yeah. And I'm not for um, saying that you shouldn't pay somebody in unemployment. If I got unemployed, I'd really be hell thankful to get it. It's but, always been a temporary solution, you know. It's a stopgap measure, but it's not a for long thing, and they're mm. trying to make it permanent. In the state of Tennessee, I think I heard a figure three or four weeks ago that there were a quarter million jobs unfilled and 168,000 people on uh, unemployment. So that number, <laughs> there's more work available than there are people to fill it because yeah. they're staying home. Uh, that's on its head. That's backwards. Yeah. And what are those people doing at home? They're learning to be lazy. They mm -hmm. don't want to work. They get. I've I heard some people say, "I'm never going back to serving. I'm never going back." Well, that's great. Upward mobility has always been a do thing. Do something different. Then. Motivate yourself. But you know what? All you have to do is look at portions of the country where we have warehoused a lot of people for yeah. years by giving them a check every month to sit and do nothing. It's led to disastrous social consequences, dead end lives for many. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people over the course of years. It's where most of the gun violence exists. In the it is not the way to go. No. So no. Uh, we'll let that stand. All you have to do, what we're telling you is this is our opinion. This is what we see. Go out. If you don't see it, tell us. Tell us some good stories. Tell, tell us, us something different. Yeah. Show <laughs> us where the good, good, show us where the light's at. I would like to see it. Yeah. So. Uh, so it's time for a genius of the week. Guess who it is? <laughs> it's always Joe Biden. Well, he's, he's a moron emeritus, but now he's in the genius category. This guy never fails to amaze me, and not really in great ways, but I'm amazed. Now he's apparently going to the United Nations to have them investigate systemic racism in the United States. Now, let me ask you, Rip, have you ever known of anything they've gotten involved with that ever went well? No. And he had any positive benefit? Did <laughs> somebody out there tell us anything the UN has ever done anything right? Well, UNICEF worked for a lot of people, fed some people, whatever. Yeah, that that yeah. was a good thing. But military, uh, peacekeepers, all that stuff, it never really goes well. Keep them out of here. I don't need peacekeepers in Dallas, Texas from the United right. Nations. Yeah. And the other thing he's doing is he's apparently um, farming out censorship to the tech people. Oh, yeah. Uh, the government specifically, I think, prohibited from interfering with freedom of speech up to a point. Mm -hmm. And so he can't do it technically. So he's getting his boys over in tech to do it for him. Uh, I'm not a lawyer. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> but th I think this kind of steps over the line oh, yeah. in terms of constitutionality of it, whatever. Yeah. But they get away with it because they're private companies and they can set their parameters the way they want to. But <clears throat> he's co-opting them. Well, the president of the United States shouldn't or shouldn't be able to legally to say, well, I want this ban, so I need you to do it for me. 
that you know that's uh, well, there's a word piercing the veil, so to mm-hmm. speak, of mm-hmm. that that law, that intent. Right. Yeah. So at any rate, what we're witnessing here, I think, is the journey from national sovereignty to national senility and servitude, <laughs> and it's really coming quick, friends. So that's. That's pretty much all I got to say about yeah. that. We'll just keep an eyeball on that one. <laughs> uh, but now we're on our favorite point, right? Morons on the move. This is the COVID stupid edition. <laughs> we, we we blame COVID for this, uh, exacerbating uh, existing conditions. As you well know, if you've ever driven in a car, there are all kind of drivers on the road. And somehow, usually, it kind of works out, except when it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's usually the exception, hopefully. <clears throat> but now what we see is basically about three types of drivers. I'm right. saying. Oh, yeah. We're seeing the guys like you and me who were fortunate enough to have jobs we during to COVID and went day. to work every day. Essential workers. We did enjoy not having a lot of traffic, but our skill sets were Mm kind of home. We kept those up. But you got other people who stayed home, and you got older people. and and Didn't get out for a year or more. Didn't get out, and their (laughs) skills are rusty. Mm. And they're out there doing their 35 miles an hour going, I'm out of the house, thank God. I'm never going back. Where can we drive That's to? That's fine. Stay in the right lane. The town has an eight-mile strip. They go up and back. It takes all day. I'm not going home till the sun goes down. And they kind of getting in the way. And then you've got the other people. Yeah, Ricky Bobby. Oh, my NASCAR God. drivers. NASCAR on Main Street. They're just, they're, they, you You know, I've been on the interstate system and it was in Knoxville over a way. Oh. So, 55 through town, right? They're doing 70, 75 every day anyway. And here comes these people going 85 yeah. with their lights on. Since, and since COVID, and people are starting to drive like they do in Atlanta and Houston, oh. where they're using four lanes to zoom in and out, doing 85 when everybody else is maybe around 60. I, I, I've, I've been a road warrior. You have, too, all our lives, always on the road. And this is the worst I've ever seen it. People are literally losing and their the mind And the thing is, the you know, there's always been those folks that come up behind you and beep, get on your tail and want you to move. And you can move, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But with the, the driving while dead crowd, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. You're trying to do, you're doing above speed limit, trying to move it on down the road. And these guys are getting, I mean, they're getting, they're hanging out the window, screaming at you, mm-hmm. flipping you off, going, going crazy. from the left lane, four lanes over to get around one vehicle to get back to the left lane. It's I saw crazy. a guy in a Ford 350. This is the best truck. truck on the road. <laughs> Big truck. He went from the inside lane all the way to the pull-off lane on a five-lane stretch of I-40 out here. Yeah. In, to get back all the way to the left. That's what I just said. I mean, people <laughs> going everywhere. Brake lights are on. You know, children crying, dogs yeah. dogs wailing in the back seats. It was yeah. a nightmare. You know, this is. I guess it's to be expected. Yeah, but who let the dogs out? Wolf, yeah, wolf, you know, well, you know, it's insane. We literally are living among the Walking Dead. There are plenty uh, of them out there. There are a few out there that are causing some problems. But mm-hmm. anyway, yep. be careful when you go out there. You know, try stay to be, safe. Try to be empathetic. There are people out there who haven't driven for a while. And uh, give them some space. You Drive know? on the right, pass on the left. Unless you're in England. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a few of those guys here, too. I don't know what they're doing here. Anyway, so no. we, <laughs> that'll do. just remember, it's not NASCAR. They have tracks for that, you know. And if you want to park, you can pull off park anywhere. You don't have to park in the right lane. I watched a guy the other day on the parkway. He was zooming in and out of traffic and everything and just running up on people's butts and, and pu- kind of pushing them away and everything. When we got into town, we were at the same 
light together. Yeah. <laughs> he almost caused about three accidents in about a six-mile stretch, unless and then we can, got to the same red light together. Unless you can go about 10-mile-an-hour average faster over a course of two or 300 miles, you're not going to pick, you're not pick up. No, Nothing. You're just going to get dead quicker. That's all. Or kill somebody else. So, yeah. so now it's time for? Book of the Week. Book of the Week. And we usually have some pertinent Book of the Week. So we're going back to basics today. <laughs> the religious text of your choice. Okay, and I know there's some agnostics, some atheists, some secular people who just don't give a shit. But you know what? Somewhere there's a value proposition that you live by. So we just chose this as a place to start. So what our what our goal is, is finding value in life beyond skin tone and above the belt, (laughs) which seems like it's completely out of fashion. So (laughs) we're going to talk about this for a minute and uh, uh, hopefully we've crafted this in such a way it's not too offensive because it's intended to be a, a thought piece. It Maybe it's overly right. obvious. Uh, we're not Captain Obvious. He couldn't be here today. <laughs> but this is close. This is close. This is Jai Obvious. Yeah, okay, Jai so. Obvious. That so your homework assignment, if you choose to accept it, and you probably should, is pick any religion. Any. Find one that posits, if you can, that that the spiritual worth of a person is determined by skin color. Find one that directs you to make sexual gender and an identity your guiding light in the quest for understanding inequality. Please find it. Send me the notes. I believe you're going to find that these ideas are not on any prophet's list of how to become a good human being in the eyes of God or in the eyes of your fellow man. Right. Yeah. So, uh, while many philosophies and theologies may be less than perfect, and that'd be blasphemy to some groups, we want to be careful <laughs> about that. Most of them raise, seek to raise us to a greater understanding of what it means to be human in an often confusing and dangerous world. Mm. The, trend, the current trends in this country and society espouse equity and equality while creating the breeding ground for the exact opposite outcome. Mm. While it's deeply unfortunate that skin color and gender have served to divide and demean people throughout history. And it's time we got over that. Um, and gender is, it's all to serve, it's, it's been a bad thing. That's all I'm going to say about that. But it's more than unfortunate that now it appears that in the shallowness of identity politics, it threatens to destroy any hope of leaving such base distinctions behind. Yeah. The currency of crotch consciousness <laughs> and skin color are false forms of social valuation. They're shallow and they're just, let it go, okay? To adhere to them assures a continued bondage to ignorance and cultural deterioration. So if you have an argument about all that, I'm sure there's some depth in that. Like I said, this skims the top of it, but we're trying to identify the fact that Anything we had as an authority, and we talked about the, the death of God and all that, yeah, what yeah. was going to roll in to take its place. place. I think yeah. we're dealing with some of those things that are vying for value systems now. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think all of them are well thought out, and they're being pushed too hard, too fast for assimilation, mm-hmm. for a really careful thought process, yeah. uh, for a real raising of consciousness that will lead us to where we need to be. It's, it's basically all react, reactionary and enforced. Oh, yeah. And it's going to get real ugly if we don't change. Just identity politics being shoved down our throat. You know, we all have an an, an objective identity, although yeah. the, the postmodernist philosophy says that, no, it's just all subjective. You mm-hmm. are what you think you are and all that. Well, you know, you can be that in your own space. Yeah. Um, but 
but stand out in the street and t- tell a Big Mac truck that you're impervious <laughs> to its 60 mile an hour forward trajectory. And you're going to find out what subjective yeah. really means. Yeah. Laws of physics. Laws of physics will tear your butt right up, boy. Let me tell you. So um, coming to this last piece, we always try to have a little humor here. So this may, in fact, piss some people off. But we're going to read something that we saw on the Internet. And it wasn't copyrighted, so I can't give an attribution to anybody that did it. It didn't seem to be a copyright on it. So I'm going to clarify, declare That's, fair use because it was just it, a post. It was a post on somebody's Facebook page. Yeah. But it's entitled, Just So We're Clear. <laughs> I never cared that you were gay or transsexual until you started shoving it down my throat. <laughs> That's just not right. <laughs> you next. I never cared what color you were until you started blaming me for your personal problems. Absolutely. I never cared about your political affiliation until you started condemning me for mine. I really never cared where you were born until you wanted to erase my history and blame my ancestors for your life failures. Yep. I never cared about your belief that they were different than mine until you said my beliefs were wrong. Oh, gosh. Now I care. My patience and tolerance are gone, and I am not alone in feeling like this. Absolutely. Just know that there are tens, if not hundreds of millions of people who feel the same way and may disagree with you on any number of points. But it's only by having a... a, a discourse mm-hmm. yeah. that that we can actually civil a civil, discourse. Well, I don't know about using the word civil anymore. I think, I think it's rarer than freedom. Teaching civics to begin with. I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, this is a little humor and we don't mean to downplay some of these real issues that are embedded in all this. But if we stand behind the barricades and throw rocks at each other over these, we will never sit down at a table and figure it out. And uh, if we don't do that, it's only going to get worse. And all you have to do is look whatever provider you have for what passes to be news, uh, no matter what channel you view and what side you're on, it all appears to be getting worse. Mm -hmm. And getting worse is a problem. Yeah. Because it's going to impact you no matter what your beliefs are. Uh, It's like the old story about the the goose that laid the golden eggs. Right. Uh, You guys probably ought to know that. But the golden eggs start stopped the minute they cut the goose open to find all of them at once. Right, and so that's what this U, the U.S. basically means to a lot of people. It is a source of gold, economically, spiritually, politically, freedom-wise, and has been a beacon for years, even with all its flaws and warts. Yeah. But if you're not careful, you're going to kill. Yeah. This whole system, and uh, you won't have what you want simply by burning it down. What you'll have. Is something burnt out and useless. Yeah, absolutely. So be a patriot, be a person, uh, as the Jewish people say, be a mensch, be a good person. Mm-hmm. Get out here and try to do good. Try to see the other person's viewpoint yeah. and uh, try to see their viewpoint. And maybe somewhere in all that mix, one fine, bright, sunny morning, mm-hmm. someone will have an idea that works for us all yeah. and we can share it. Yeah. Okay. You got anything else? That's good. All right. We'll see you next time. Uh, we'll have a different background or not. Hard out. And we'll we'll see you then.